I, I don't know. <laughs> hey, it's Ron. Hey, it's Bree. And this is I Can Explain. The podcast where we answer the questions that you're too uh-huh. I'm sorry. We're off to a rough start today. I literally hit record and I looked at Sean. And as you know, Sean always starts it off. And there was nothing behind your eyes. I almost literally just said hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so hungover right now. I just got, I was just camping. <laughs> Um, and I just literally just got home and mm-hmm. Brie was invading my apartment already. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm very tired, very hungover. Yeah. This episode's going up tomorrow, so we're not going to have video for it. This is a the first no video. And I've, if I hear anything about it. <laughs> just the fact that Sean's sitting up and recording right yeah. now is impressive. Um, and this week's topic is... <laughs> Uh, stands. Mm-hmm. We're talking about stands, um, stand culture, yeah. celebrity stands. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's about it. <laughs> okay, but before we get into it, wherever you're listening, make sure to follow, subscribe, share with friends, go to our Instagram, follow at I Can Explain Podcast personally at Sean.lusk and at Brianne Williamson. Go to TikTok, follow those accounts as well. Are you Sean.lusk on TikTok? I couldn't tell you. <laughs> okay, don't bother following Sean Delosk on TikTok. But follow me. I'm almost at half a million. That's a lot of people. Yeah, that's scary. pretty crazy. You could start like a small... Um... Army? Yeah. I have. Or like a small country. <laughs> <laughs> the most insufferable country. <laughs> oh my God. I could. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they just, they've just chosen to follow me on TikTok. I, I don't know if their willingness to follow me to like a small island. No, they will join your country. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's asking it's quite a, given, a bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, so before we get into today's topic, uh-huh. today's very serious topic, mm-hmm. I have some housekeeping notes. I have some housekeeping notes too. Your microphone isn't even at your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. House capped. <laughs> okay so first of all this is our first one back in a couple weeks yeah because i had covid right finally got my ass you did i can't even believe i got it i thought i was immune you were fully like touting that you were immune i was and i think you pissed it off i think so too because it came for me fucking hard it bent my ass over i feel like all of the variants were probably talking shit about you oh and then they all they teamed up all of them <laughs> i had an orgy with every variant <laughs> yeah. of covid well orgy yeah it was wild. a little variant gangbang uh, honestly it's been two weeks now and i'm still not okay like i still the brain fog is so real oh My, that was a good one what the recording brain fog from yesterday what you're recording brain fog from yesterday i don't even remember what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> Which makes this even more funny. What are you talking that, about? That on Friday, we talked about recording an episode oh. on Saturday. And then we were talking Friday night until like one in the morning via text. And then you responded to something that we were talking about from one in the morning yeah. at like 12.07. Yeah. And you were supposed to be at my apartment at 12. 
And I was like, this is a really weird thing to respond to now, when you're considering to you house. are driving to me. And yeah. then I thought, this bitch is not driving to me. I, and I called I no you. joke, I just forgot again about that. <laughs> I know, I just experienced that. So yeah, I forgot about recording yesterday, so now we have to record today, even though Sean was hungover. So yeah. you're really losing it's lose lose for you i'm always losing yeah <laughs> you're always losing you're always losing. having a podcast with me let's be real That's the biggest l there is <laughs> so yeah it really like rocked my shit but we're back now we wanted to we weren't gonna come back until may 30th because mm-hmm. uh, i still felt like shit and then sean was like let's do an episode for this week so we're doing an episode for this week um but we can't get video yeah if you do want video for all the episodes become a patreon patron on patreon mm, that's the one there we go link is in the bio at i can explain podcast we have lots of fun stuff going on and then you also get the video versions of the episodes sean is looking <laughs> at me with disgust you're getting very close to me because i have my hand in his face because <laughs> i'm trying to fight yeah um okay so my other housekeeping note that i have besides COVID is yesterday was my first time out since covid yes okay like here in bc you only have to stay at home for five days which is lies and slander when it comes to how viruses are passed i'm pretty sure it's crazy but yeah they've just forgotten anything exists at this point here but i was not okay for much longer than that and just made the personal choice to not leave my house because regardless of rules i just felt irresponsible doing so because i was still testing positive and i still felt like shit and had a fever and all that stuff so anyways finally yesterday i went out for the first time to an event called queers and beers i want to give it a shout out because it was such like a queer women friendly space and i know i talk a lot of shit on this podcast so i want to give some praise yeah give some praise where praise is due um because if you are a queer woman (laughs) in vancouver or traveling to they don't have an instagram account but you can search on facebook queers and beers and it was so much fun it wasn't just queer women there were plenty of there were also beers there was (laughs) (laughs) there were also beers present yeah yeah it's amazing no there's queer people of all sorts but i just felt like there was like space for queer women there was a lot of queer women present it was really fun and I actually, like, 10 people came up to me and said they listened to our podcast. Really? Which was That's so sweet. Um, and was really nice. And it was also between the hours of 5 and 9, this event. So? So it was within the time frame the, of Hello. Those are the talking hours. It, those are the talking those are the hours? the hours. Well, what's the hour that's the cutoff again? 11 p.m., I think I... Uh, I think you honestly said ten. You got you get pretty early on some of those nights. Yeah, some of those nights, you know what? You just you, gotta you cut it an off. Absolute awful bitch, pretty early. I get I get too sweaty too early on the photos. <laughs> yeah. I can't handle Especially it. Especially where it's it's like June almost now. So oh, we almost we got a short at nine p.m. Yeah. Was nine. Last call. Is <laughs> Last that nine? Call. No, I'm totally kidding. Anytime if you see me out, please. It doesn't matter if it's one in the morning. I can't promise I'm gonna be um, present. Present, <laughs> and I also can't promise it's gonna be the best photo we've ever taken but feel free to come say hi at any point seriously but it was really fun because everyone was so sweet and they were so happy you weren't there they were all like thank that. god yeah they're like a few people were like oh is sean here and i was like no they're like oh, oh cheers to that cheers to that we <laughs> yeah, all I'll buy you a drink. <laughs> <laughs> no it was really cute and it was really fun so thanks for saying hey if you're listening appreciate it and um if you are in vancouver or surrounding areas and you're looking for a fun space this summer I think they're going to host a few more Queers and Beers. What else do I have to talk to you about? Um, oh, this is possibly the most important one okay. of it all. So 
I was on TikTok uh-huh. and you know when you're scrolling and random lives pop up. We've talked about this before. Always. Okay. So I remember seeing an actual TikTok a tick <laughs> <Ding dong. laughs> an actual <laughs> an actual TikTok not alive a while ago of this where it was someone dumping like an insane amount of cleaning supplies in into toilet. a toilet. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, that's weird. And all the comments were like, well, how wasteful. Like, you don't need all that to clean your toilet. Blah, blah, blah. Anyways, I just scrolled on. I didn't really think much of it. I was like, people just do weird shit for views on TikTok. But anyways, then I came across this live. Okay. And it was someone in their sink, like, putting tons of cleaning powders in their sink. Okay. Like an insane amount. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what is going on with this? Because this dirty was your fucking fuck. sink. And I was like, this live's got like two thousand viewers, and it, to a certain extent, it's like, I'm sure a certain portion are like me, where you just stumble across it and you're like, what the fuck's going on yeah. here? Um, but I'm like, that's still like a lot of people like tuning in. So then I look at the comments, and the comments are one or the other. Either it's people like me, presumably. Being like, what is going on here? Can someone explain to me like why this person is doing this? Can someone explain what this live is about? And the like, other comments why are, are people this? like, oh, this is a good one. Yeah. Really? Yes. Oh, people are fucked. Okay. So, anyways, I was like just watching this and I'm like, there's moderators in the comments, yeah. right? And I think the name of the account. I'm going to actually, I screenshotted it. I'm actually going to give it to people so people can look this up and see what the fuck I'm talking about. But there what was moderators. The Snow White is happening outside right now. Literally, it's Disney <laughs> Fairyland outside right now. Shut up. We have a job. <laughs> Get a job, you bums. <laughs> to the birds. <laughs> Seems like nobody wants to work these days. Honestly. <laughs> so true. That's so true. Um. Okay, so... I'm in the comments. I'm trying to get to the bottom of this. And the moderators, to anyone asking what is going on, the moderators keep just saying the same kind of thing in different words and being like, hold on, I gotta try and find, fucking find this count. I'm not gonna be able to. I'm gonna post it on, oh, I found it, I found it. Fuck yeah, I found it. Because people gotta know about this. Riveting people content. really gotta know. <laughs> Cleaning Wifey, okay, oh, is the name. Okay. Cleaning Wifey. So, all the moderators are in the comments and they're like responding to people asking what it is. You either get it or you don't. Or like the ones who get it, get it. Things like that. Right. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? So I'm like, I got to chime in. So I at one of the moderators mm-hmm. and I say, can you tell I've had a lot of time in the last yeah, couple weeks while recovering from COVID? So I was in this sink cleaning video and I was adding the moderator. <laughs> Me fighting the moderators. <laughs> No, I added the, I, at whatever the moderator's name was, which very interestingly was also like cleaning Sandra or something like that. I do follow that one. And, (laughs) and I was like, Hey, cleaning Sandra, I know that the ones who get it, get it, but I'm not one of the ones. So can you explain what's going on here? And cleaning Sandra responds. Fuck off. (laughs) And it's like. Who the fuck are you? Fuck off, bitch. <laughs> You're like, whoa. Oh my God. <laughs> Cleaning Sandra. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no. She responds a winky face. No. And so I was like. I do like the intrigue, though. Hmm. Kind of sexy. So <laughs> then I respond, is it 
with the little chili pepper emoji. And she responds, yes, it's chili pepper. It is a fetish. No. It's a fetish. It's a fetish. And I was like, shut the fuck up. So then I go to cleaning wifey. So I respond. First of all, I didn't want to leave her hanging after she gave me the answer. Yeah. So I said, cleaning Sandra. Good I said, work. <laughs> I, I did. I said, good for, I said, good for y'all. Keep those sinks clean. Yeah. With a little thumbs up. Yeah. You know, do what you got to do for the bag. But, and I started thinking, gee, this is the best fucking said, porn gee, how, I've ever how seen. How dirty is my sink? Like I'm starting to think I got to get some cleaning supplies because yeah. these people are getting money left, right, and center, and they're they're it's just them pouring cleaning. So supplies they're not actually in it. It's just the, well, it's the their f- hands like moving the cleaning supplies around, oh. but you, you can't see their face or anything. So then I'm like, I've got to investigate a little deeper. Yeah. So then I go to cleaning wifey's page and of I course. go to see who she's following and who comments on her TikToks and everything else, and there are thousands of accounts of people that are just like cleaning brenda brenda cleans wifey cleaning and it's like like it's a whole thing and they're all commenting on each other's stuff right and it's all like wow this looks nice wink face and stuff like that and there's an entire subculture of these cleaning wifeys women who are cleaning but it's always like a weird amount of cleaning products. No, it's like the toilet bowl is full in the ones yeah. I've seen. I don't like that. And <laughs> Okay. I want to hear why we're kink shaming the cleaning wifeys. Okay. I just think this it's is a, a safe space. I just think it's so wasteful. And also like, yeah. do, I agree. do we really need to be pumping that into like our oceans? Like our fish already have like nine eyes. No, I agree. You know, I agree. I yeah. And do these people need this content? The ones that are horned up for this? They I'm do. Saying no. They do. <laughs> I'm well, saying no. 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 You're cutting this off. <laughs> yeah. You're going to cleaning wifey's and you're commenting no. no. I'm going to say it. the ones who get it, get it. And I said, no, they don't. I don't get it. <laughs> they shouldn't. <laughs> they shouldn't get it. So anyways, I then Googled like cleaning supplies fetish. Like I was trying to find what the fetish is called. Yeah. Okay. And I swear to God, if I ever die, clear my search I'll history. I'll do that. You can actually, um, I was just reading about this. You can have that written into your will that you have somebody do that. That can go into all your devices and just clear everything? Yeah, and, or you can like nominate like a friend to do to, it. like clear it. Yeah. I got to do that. You should do there's that. Because there's nothing that I personally think is bad. Like here I am publicly talking about what I search on the podcast. So it's yeah. like not like, but like I also like. I'm aware that other people don't find it normal to do a deep dive on cleaning product fetishes. Like to spend your Friday evening trying to get to the bottom of it is maybe not like a activity that many people love. Your mom was like using your computer or something. Yeah. Just after your death, and she typed into the search bar, and it came up like cleaning supply fetish. It might just tip her right over the edge. Fucking freak. Yeah, (laughs) like you know, like I don't know. It just might be a little much. They're in mourning. You don't need to see the cleaning supplies. Yeah, hard week. Couldn't you wait until next week (laughs) for the cleaning supply fetish? You only take so much at a time. You died this week. We'll deal with the toilet bowls next week. Next week. Um, so yeah. So anyways, I was searching. I couldn't find anything. The closest thing I could find is what people were calling powder play. 
which is like a large amount of powder like um it could be flour but a lot of these cleaning products like the clorox is yeah. powder right. and then they run their hands through it and they i feel make, like, like it must be something almost like asmre too yeah there's probably something connected to the, that like, the sound of it and then i think that like the way that they like toss the like liquid stuff in the toilet mm, that's horny too could be kind of horny yeah so anyways i've finally found what i'm into i was gonna say <laughs> i think that's where we're ending up here you're like so i did i i finished um <laughs> so here's the thing i think a psa mm-hmm because I've done a few of these deep dives in my time on TikTok and it always comes back to fetish. Yeah. So I think if you see a live or if you see an account or if you see something that you're like, why does this person have so many followers? Like, what is going on here? Like, Just know someone's jerking to it. It's a fetish. Yeah. Like, I, almost every time. I just... I, I don't think we should kink shame people, but what if some of our kinks were less like wasteful <laughs> like what if i came to you and was like waste free my fetish mm-hmm. is just making a like 30 foot tall tower of tires yeah and just burning it for like six days straight yeah Wouldn't you be like maybe don't do that yeah control yourself yeah or like what if my fetish is just like littering would you be like <laughs> 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 that's where we draw the line yeah. the environment yeah exactly no i agree i i do think it's extraordinarily wasteful i also have i said to julia i said how much money are they making that they can also purchase all these products cleaning products are expensive, expensive. they must be making a lot so like Clean they Sandra. must be making a lot of money and a lot of the videos are like by request um so clearly people like probably send the money they're like i want blue clorox in a toilet and then pink whatever over yeah. top of it um because they do all these like combos i like the people making cups that's one that i oh I the like. cup spinning yeah what is it mrs Dutchie. oh I yeah, love her. Love her. I love her. She's she's like made probably a million dollars off of fucking cups. As at this she point. should. Good for her. Yeah. I love that for her. Do you think you might start slinging cups on I TikTok? honestly feel like I could do pretty well at it. I, <laughs> Sean dot less people. Sean dot less. <laughs> Sean's cups. Sean's cups. <laughs> Coming to you soon. Um I have a note of housekeeping okay. and it has nothing to do with anything. I guess that's why it's housekeeping. Mm-hmm. Do you ever have things that make you just like incredibly violently angry? out of yeah like for no reason like something very irrational yeah do you know what mine is that i realized the other day well i don't know if i've talked about this on the podcast but it literally hits something within me yeah that like it's like a homicidal rage (laughs) like i i i just can't contain it yeah when people lick their fingers to flip pages it literally Brie I'm not kidding you it literally hits like some special spot in the back of my brain isn't that weird when that happens fucking enrages me why are you doing it it's literally a page you can turn it without your finger being wet like it's literally paper and then to watch it happen is just like so gross and I'm like we've made it like fucking nine years in Mm -hmm. this panorama and you are like maybe I shouldn't lick my fingers (laughs) like it's so wild to me and who taught them that 
Maybe. Who told? Where did you get that from? Maybe I shouldn't like my fingers. Like who? Who taught you that? Where did you pick that up? I need to know. I think it must be like they watch a movie or something where someone's doing it and they think it looks cancel cool. all those movies. Honestly, <laughs> it's I. I get bra- what you're it's literally talking. firing me up. Yeah, again. no, I know you seem very, very enraged. I here's the thing. I don't share that particular rage, yeah, but I share that experience understanding, and understanding yeah. of, like you said, you described it perfectly. When there's like it hits like a moment in your brain. Like there's like something that like triggers you yeah, no. and it's like can be the simplest little thing. And you're like, I don't even know why I hate this so much, but like I'm enraged about it. It gets what me. What was that one I sent to the group chat the other day? And our friend Dana was like, oh, I would do that. And I was like, that would actually like infuriate me. I don't know. Um, okay. So I have another one before we move on. Okay. Um, about fetishes. <laughs> so while I was on my, <laughs> while I was on my deep dive, I watched a vice video on like, different fetishes yeah and apparently there's people that like to think about there's enough people that there's actually a dildo made for it that oh is it the alien one the egg one the egg one yeah, yeah. well that's old news people, what? people would be getting egged for a long time <laughs> Come on, okay well for those of you that aren't as up on alien egging <laughs> people have been getting the eggies for like a good while oh my god <laughs> um people like the idea of aliens depositing eggs into them i hate that you use the word deposit well that's what it is (laughs) that's what it fucking is and so the um i swear we just have to go to my group chat that's called dana can after turkey because she always (laughs) says she can't hang out because she's got family dinner (laughs) um okay so basically for those of you who don't know there's this um thing that people like where they imagine eggs going into them and you can buy a dildo that you put like little like jelly Mm -hmm. dissolvable eggs and they squeeze out the end into you Mm -hmm. i don't know that's so specific like i'm just so curious what the psychology is behind that trauma probably but like, <laughs> but like eggs, like, I don't know. I don't know. At least it's not wasteful. Keep getting egged, guys. Okay. We, we live for eggs. Yeah. We live for the eggs. <laughs> okay. Well, anyways, I'm glad we you got that out the page looking. Yeah. I can't think of mine, but there was one the other day that I literally, I, I can relate to what you were saying because I said in the group chat that I, oh, I can't stand when people do blank. And Dana said... That sounds like something I would do. Yeah, and even even her. Oh, excuse me, my phone's ringing. It's my girlfriend. Even her suggesting to me that she would do it enraged me. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I understand this is like through the phone, so you can't fully process that this is actually like enraging me. The idea of anyone doing this, and it's irrational. But like, you even joking that you might is enraging me. I'm I'm furious. Yeah. So I get it. Yeah. So we're halfway through the podcast. I just don't understand. I still, it oh, okay, really okay. blows my mind. Mm-hmm. The page licking. It really <laughs> honestly does. I can't get away from what it. What if like pages get stuck together? Like, okay. You can literally just go, <laughs> like you can literally move the page against itself with your two fingers. Okay. How Why do, you... do we have to be like fucking Spider-Man <laughs> to like flip these pages? How do you feel about when people do that to get bags open? 
It's just as bad, if not worse, because you do that. I do that. Why? I do it with almost every, like, every time I use a garbage bag or anything. The only reason I think it could be worse is because the, like, thought of, like, a wet, slippery (laughs) finger just, like, sticking to a plastic. You know where I do that every time? The grocery store? The grocery store to get the, you know, when there's, like, the veggie bags and you were Well, enjoy having, like, super HPV. Because, like, (laughs) I can tell you those things are disgusting. (laughs) Just, just foul, <laughs> absolutely foul. They do not clean those. Is there a time you're licking your fingers ever? L- like no, maybe what if I'm eating like food? Doritos. Yeah, and so even you... then, I still don't like that. Mm. <laughs> you literally, you're like, ah, I could really. I lick really my go fingers for it. Right yeah, now. I really, I can go for a lick of no. the fingers pretty much at any point. Okay. Hey Gabers, today's episode is sponsored by Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the trusted expert in language learning for 30 years for a reason. They are so good at helping you learn a language naturally in a way that allows for long-term retention and it actually works. Trust me, this is coming from someone who attempted to learn a language in high school through the whole textbook old school method. Did not work. Rosetta Stone is different than that, okay? They really focus on allowing you to really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. I also love a feature that they have built in that's called True Accent. It's a speech recognition feature, and it's like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's super convenient. You can do the lessons on your desktop or in app and it's an amazing value the lifetime membership has all 25 languages so you don't have to stop at one don't put off learning that language there's no better time than right now to get started for a very limited time i can explain podcast listeners can get rosetta stone's lifetime membership for 50 percent off visit rosettastone.com today that's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today today. Um, so Stan Culture, we were talking to Lauren, my roommate, about, um, well, first it started with Larry, right? Okay. Yeah. So Brie has been on Larry Talk mm-hmm. very recently, and Harry Styles, and yeah, Larry and then Thompson. we Is were getting Tomlinson or Thompson. <laughs> Tom, I think it's Tomlinson. Tomlinson, whatever you know, yeah. the two two of the yeah Louis Tom Tom, Louis Tom Tom, and, <laughs> and Harry Sty Sty. <laughs> he is a sty right now. Um, <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> uh, we were talking about Larry, and then we were talking about. Uh, Taylor Swift fans, yeah, and how? <laughs> what is are you kidding in your neighborhood me? today? It sounds like we're in McDonald's. That's like a bomb shelter alert. <laughs> like <laughs> you, t- you McDonald's me bomb shelter alert. Oh my There's god! A siren going yeah. on outside of. Shelter. Um, we were talking about Taylor Swift and Taylor Swift fans, and mm-hmm. how my roommate. I actually found out that she comments even on these TikToks. Lauren goes hard she's for deep, the Swifties. I think she's deeper than she's letting on. She tried to tell us that she doesn't have a fan account, she also, but she does. She Let's also tries to tell me that she doesn't want to fuck Taylor Swift. And I oh think that's my God, so liar, absurd. liar, liar, like, liar, liar. You're literally head of Taylor Swift QAnon and you don't want to fuck Taylor Swift. I would fuck Taylor Swift. Who wouldn't really? Exactly. 
Is there anyone out there who like really wouldn't? I just think she needs to face her demons and admit that she wants to <laughs> fuck Taylor Swift. I think she needs to admit that she has like 17 burner accounts that are dedicated to Swifty fandom. That's the thing. I would not be shocked if I was just scrolling through Instagram and yeah. one of the accounts like suggested to me yeah. was a QAnon Taylor Swift uh, fan theory page yeah. run by Lauren and it had like 6 oh, million followers and she had just had it going for like nine years. Because Lauren's like Psycho. serious in it. <laughs> like that's the thing. There's different levels of fandom, right? Yeah. And recently the Larry talk that I've been on is is very like extreme. Like I was saying to Sean, it's so crazy because I don't know how these people, like they should work for the fucking CIA. How They're these like people FBI get agents. this yeah. information is insane like they're they're comparing it's like anonymous level oh it's crazy yeah. and i'm like these people are like teenagers and they're like comparing flight records and uh, they have timestamps on when paparazzi photos were taken and what paparazzi took them and they know all these paparazzis by name and what companies they work for and like how they get to certain spots and what hotels they're staying in and Anyways, it's like right now they're, I was saying to Sean, they call Olivia Wilde octopus. I just, where did that come from? I don't know. I think one of them probably just started calling her that. And then it kind of like trickles through, right? And then everyone thinks the new song, Love of My Life, even though he said in an interview that it was about England, everyone thinks it's really about Louis. And so everyone's like, break England. England. So obviously. So it's pretty, that that one. Harry made made it a little too obvious on that one. I was learning, Brie was telling um, me about this whole Jamaica Mm -hmm. uh, story and conspiracy. I think I believe it. Yeah. So apparently like their place, their happy place is Jamaica and they always like wear nods to it. Like there's all these fan edits of, Harry like with a Jamaican flag or wearing a shirt that's alluding to Jamaica or like drawing a like Jamaican flag on his shoe and all these different things. You know what's weird though? It's always about Harry liking Louis. Like I haven't seen a lot of content like confirming Louis's interest in Harry. Right. Well, maybe it's maybe it's a one-sided thing. Unrequited love. Yeah. No. I think Larry's no, real. No, they're in love. They're in love. They're yeah. together. And you think five years. Yeah, I think uh, from most of the leads of the Larry fandom, they're suggesting that p- there's probably a five-year timeline on when they publicly right. come out. Okay. Or just to say, not even necessarily like make a public announcement, but just like are good with their careers and like find like a villa somewhere in Jamaica. In Jamaica. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah. I think we know where we it's going to be. <laughs> and just live the rest of their lives together. Good for them. And I can't wait for that day for Larry to come. Yeah. But anyways. And then Louis picks up his baby and it's literally just a big like gummy bear. It's just been a lot. Yeah, everyone thinks this baby yeah. is fake. <laughs> it's like one of those like silicone babies. You know what's really weird? Like, okay, let's say that it's real. Yeah. Okay, let's say it's real. Uh-huh. Wouldn't it be weird just knowing all these people like know and are like because well, at a certain point, like you would see it. Like if you were Harry Styles, you would see the fandom like alluding to anytime you say something about Jamaica, it's about Louis. So then if he didn't want people to know, wouldn't you just not say anything about Jamaica anymore? But I think their perspective is, is like, oh, he's giving us clues. Yeah. But then the other part of it is, and the flip side, which actually before we started recording, we were talking to Lauren, Swifty fandom leader, um, about it, is that there's a lot of discourse within fandoms about, obviously, 
one side of the argument is these are public figures, they're celebrities, they've chosen this life. So, you know, public discourse about them and who they are and like who they might be dating is kind of just like par for the course. But then the other half of it is, especially I think when it comes to LGBTQ plus relationships, if they are choosing not to share relationships or part of themselves or their queerness in a way is making all these edits and, and creating all this fandom about these relationships kind of almost like pushing them out of the closet Mm. and i've seen both of those arguments and with the taylor swift one too and the carly Kloss taylor swift one which lauren is she's fucked way more than just carly Kloss. Who else has she fucked? Cyanagra. Oh right i forgot about that one. There's so many. Well all you gotta do is ask Lauren to give you a PowerPoint presentation because she, she did that. Yeah. She has one prepared. Maybe we can yeah, get her to we'll present make, it we'll for the patrons stories yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because it Lauren. Yeah. Lauren. Maybe deep. we should, uh, every month have just, uh, like a new Q and on Taylor Swift update from Lauren. She tells us the goings on. Oh yeah. Like a, just like five minute, like update. What's we going to on? Our, like field reporter. <laughs> well, the Taylor Swift one, and Carly Kloss one is apparently like baking cookies was their thing. Right. And, but there's all these other clues. What was the one Lauren was just saying? New York. New, no, New York is Carly Kloss. Carly Kloss. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. And yeah, anytime Taylor Swift wanted to like bake cookies with people, it was like, that was her like interest at the yeah. time. I don't know. There's all this stuff. Well, what do you think about that? Because like with the two sides of the arguments, like should you just give people these, their privacy and if you if they don't want to come out yet and talk about their relationship, then like we probably shouldn't be talking about it. Or is it like, okay, you're a public figure and it is what it is? Um, I think that people should probably like give it some more space than they do. Right. But I also think that that kind of just applies to the entirety of the whole like stan culture thing like Mm -hmm. i'm like why are we looking up like their flight records why are you know yeah it's just like imagine how much these people could get accomplished if they had a job (laughs) (laughs) you know (laughs) like seems like nobody wants seems like nobody wants to work these days i (laughs) okay i get that but i also lauren made a good point and she said people really only bring up that perspective when it has to do with LGBTQ plus relationships. True. Whereas when someone's talking about, you know, Harry Styles and Kendall Jenner, it's like for a free for all. But then as soon as they're talking about Harry and Louie, it's like, oh, this is inappropriate. And it's like, oh, well, why? Neither are publicly spoken about. I think, yeah, I think there's this naturally more weight to the fact. But Harry's out as being not but straight. Louie's not. But maybe that's maybe that's why they talk mostly about Harry's interest in Louie and not Louie's interest in Harry. Oh, they're 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 good people. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> I just snorted. I I don't know. I go back and forth because I'm like going back to what I said earlier, they have access to all these forums too. So if you're Harry Styles and you really hate that everyone's talking about how you and 
Louis make love in Jamaica. Stop wearing Stop Jamaica. wearing Jamaica stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's like they have to but know like about it. But like you said, there's the other side of it that how much of it is them just trolling people 100%. and using it for promotion and things like that. So then they must not care is my argument. Because it's like they just know that people are going to make up all these things. So then or if they're it, utilizing it. true. So they don't care because they're like. It's they, true. They and caught on. It's kind of fun that they know even yeah. though I can't publicly say anything. Yeah. So either way, they're either using it as a marketing ploy or they don't seem to mind because they keep leaving the like clues. Breadcrumbs. Because the thing is at that point, right, you can see like maybe like a C-list celebrity or D-list celebrity that all of a sudden gets thrown into some like online discussion or discourse. You could see that being frustrating and overwhelming for them and like them not knowing how to navigate it and everything else. But when you get to that level of celebrity, you know that everything you say and do, every lyric in your song, every caption on Instagram is being tracked, is being picked apart by these fandoms. And you also know what the like hot buttons are, you know, like Taylor Swift knows oh yeah what those but she i think is are. one of the only people that has said that she actually does that yeah that she purposely so leaves that Easter one eggs. kind of makes sense to me because yeah. she has told people that she does publicly do that she does that but i'm like there's some people that they have no fucking idea what you're talking about <laughs> Like, you know, like I just want you to go comment on some of these fandom videos and say, you know, you, you don't know any fucking idea what they're talking like, about. Actually, though, what like, sentence did I just say? It made no sense what it did like, to me. I was like, imagine somebody picking that shit apart for like Rihanna. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, her responding, like, no, I put seven spaces in the word because it has like That's what nine it is. letters. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like, <laughs> that made no sense. But yeah, there'd be eight spaces between nine letters. But yeah, I know. I was thinking about like the outside one. Anyways, but yeah, with these albums and stuff, like people like Harry Styles and Taylor Swift, these huge fandoms that like notoriously look for Easter eggs. They know what's going to be like what the trigger words are, if you will, what the topics are, like what symbols they're looking for. Yeah, so it's like. In a way, if they are still there, they're using it as a marketing ploy. So well, Taylor Swift's is definitely a marketing ploy, but yeah. I do. There's nothing that makes me happier. Why is there like bite marks on my mic? Because you literally bite it. <laughs> no, I yeah, don't. you do, you little nasty. I've You're never such a little bit. weirdo. <laughs> um, there's nothing that makes me happier, <laughs> and I love Taylor Swift. And honestly, I do believe some of the QAnon shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but when the Swifties get it wrong. Like this whole double 13 day. Oh, traumatizing oh, they for them. They got their fucking ass handed to them on a platter. So embarrassing. It was, that was a huge blow to the Swifties. They thought they were, yeah. they thought they were getting two albums. <laughs> <laughs> you just laughing so hard. Lauren's crying Literally, in her bedroom right like, now. That one is so funny to me because it's like, not only did they think it was just like a regular drop, like yeah. people literally thought they were getting two, two. albums on a day and they got nothing but a merch release and it was literally like summer merch it had nothing to do with anything it's so, it's imagine taylor swift so funny you know i'm seeing all this going down and just like like she being chose like, this violence is so that funny day. yeah she did have two albums ready but she decided to pull it just yeah. to gaslight She's them like, fuck to fuck bitches. with them stop tracking my flights <laughs> 
No, it's crazy though, because that's the thing. They ride hard for these theories. Yeah. So then when one gets like obviously debunked, it's like it's funny though, because then there's also like a little bit of like aftershock silence oh, as well. Yeah, because they just like don't really they're, know. They how to... were so rattled that their like account's <laughs> gone for a bit. <laughs> they don't know how to pick up the pieces yeah. afterwards. It literally is weirdly um mirroring like Armageddon people yeah. that like think like today is gonna be doomsday. And then they stand out and they like wait for Christ and like he's coming today and then when he doesn't it's like they They all awkwardly just go home (laughs) (laughs) like well i guess we were wrong (laughs) see you at the shop jim (laughs) (laughs) like so funny okay so then that's like a-list celebrities but then there's this like whole other okay something that i think is kind of new to the internet is the reachability to celebrities Mm -hmm. from regular people with the virality of TikTok. Because, hear me out, the big, like, top dogs of YouTube or whatever that were, like, getting tons of views and stuff like that knew they were getting that many views and in turn kind of, like, wanted to be, like, within the mainstream media space. So, like, you're not catching Emma Chamberlain talking about any A-list celebrities. You're not going to have them, like giving actual opinions like basically if they're talking about them it's to kiss ass yeah right because they're like you know i have i get millions of views i know this is going to show up in us magazine if i say something it's going to be on online vlogs and there's a good chance that the celebrity themselves or at least their team is going to see it yeah but with tiktok it's such a interesting space where someone with literally zero followers could have a video hit nine million views Mm -hmm. that all of a sudden there's these people that have very like niche experiences with celebrities whether it be like i served them at this restaurant or they knew they made out with them in high school or like whatever it may be making a video not probably because they're not a creator they don't have a certain following not knowing the like potential impact of the internet and thinking oh they'll never see or hear about this and then all of a sudden it goes crazy and it's like this big shit storm are you hinting at the fact that Cara Delevingne is going to see your video is that <laughs> okay. what we're getting to <laughs> so I think that that's fascinating uh-huh. right me I, I mean I can't give myself the same out because I that was such a Canadian out out me. out can't give myself the same out um how do you say it normally out <laughs> out out is that right yeah okay <laughs> Okay, you're on edge today. You are on edge. Of course I'm on edge. I was thinking of people licking their fingers. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, I made a video that was... uh, My intention was for it to be funny. Yeah. But I also do think that Kara's recent behavior was, like, fucked up. Yeah. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, just go fucking look it up. It's, like, it's... She was just being a train wreck and also, like, doing, like, kind of, like, weird, like... She's kind of like toxic masculinity vibes in some of these settings yeah. where it's like if a man was doing this behavior, He'd it would be, be seen jail. as like really gross and like whatever. But because it's like, oh, she's a girl who I think she identifies as pan. So in a lot of cases, a girl who likes girls, like it's kind of passed on. But, like, it's not okay behavior. And in a lot of the clips, like, the women, in particular black women, look extraordinarily uncomfortable with the way that she's, like, behaving around them. Yeah. 
Anyways, um, I was watching all these videos and I, the only way I can describe it is like, I was so cringed out watching these clips Yeah. for many reasons. One, I was like, I felt really bad for whoever she was around because it was like, I could feel their discomfort. Then I also like another layer of the cringe was like, oh my God, like she is having the worst anxiety of all time. Cause she's clearly like, yeah. actually I can't say clearly, allegedly she's on a lot of shit. Yeah. And the amphetamines cleared the next morning. Yeah. Alleged allegedly. Um, and <laughs> when she allegedly stopped doing crack the next day <laughs> yeah. and she's, Seeing how she was acting, like, oh my god, I can't even imagine the anxiety of it all. I don't know. I I don't know enough about her, but from what I've seen, I don't even know if she... If she would. She just thinks... I think also when you're, like, a nepotism baby, Mm. you almost have this, like, this energy of, like, I'm untouchable so I can act however I want because, like, they've never had to, like act a certain way in spaces to get ahead because a lot of the opportunities have been given to them. And it's not to say people that aren't given opportunities can't be good at those opportunities they're given. But I think when like, regardless of how you act or like how hard you work, you get things handed to you. Like there's going to be this air of like, yeah, I'm untouchable. It is what it is. Like I can act like a fool. Like I'm still going to be, um, yeah, Rich. I think I think she's worth like fifty million dollars. Yeah. Like, I'm still gonna have all these opportunities. I'm still gonna get cast in movies. Like, fuck yourself. Doesn't it bother you that we still don't have a ton of queer representation? Yeah. Doesn't it bother you when shit like this women, happens? Yeah. When like queer people act out? Yeah. And I'm like, you are representing us totally, bitch. And unfortunately, <laughs> like, that's like a it's. It sucks in a lot of ways, but at the same time, by being a queer public figure, like undeniably you are representing a community. So like, I know that's a lot to hold on your shoulders, but like at the same time, I think especially when you're someone who is born into wealth and kind of given a platform, it's like the least you could do is try and like, (laughs) (laughs) um, but yeah. So anyways, I made a TikTok that, um, it was, Okay, the audio clip is, and the people that know me know it's jokes, right? Or people that follow me regularly know it's jokes. Right. The audio clip is like, oh, do you think people, gay people should have rights? And the person responding goes, "Mm, you're gonna have to get back to me on that. Yeah. So I voiceovered that, what was it called? Lip synced? (laughs) Fuck. I'm on TikTok every day. I'm like, are you hungover? I lip synced to that. I have brain fog Uh, i can't even put sentences together i lip synced that audio and on the screen put me after watching the cara delavine videos and the video got a lot of views i think it's like six hundred thousand or something like that now and there was this moment that hit me and i'm like cara delavine's gonna punch me in the face could have seen that yeah because if you search cara delavine on tiktok now my video is one of the first videos. So also, she searched if you're herself up. Baby, she's definitely searching herself up. She's looking it up to see what yeah. the people are saying, especially after like a the stunt ha- like that. Uh, after the alleged um, incident, she probably yeah. had the anxiety and was like, you know what? I'm Let's see, see what, what people, people are, are saying. saying. And then there's oh, me. Look, I'm getting sewered by this lesbian bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of weird in some ways. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, if you get punched in the face by Cara Delevingne at any point, I would like oh, to see I, a video of it. I mean, that would be iconic. I would yeah. just kind of like that to happen just for the storyline itself. I do think she 
has earned some sort of temporary right removal. Yeah, just for Maybe like at least... Maybe we could do like a, a two-week stint yeah, of zero two-week, no rights. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think so. Yeah. Ew, I just thought about... We can't say it on here, but I just thought about what you told me before about how gay people don't deserve rights. Yeah. See, there's certain times. There's certain times. There's, we just got to pull the rights. We just got to pull them. Roll them back yeah. for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> We're totally joking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Anyways, um, thank you for bearing with my brain fog and Sean's... Um, Cuteness. <laughs> <laughs> hangover. We wanted to get you an episode sooner rather than later instead of you waiting another two weeks. So, Yeah. Here we are. Here we are. You're welcome for whatever that was. Slinging quality content like usual. I want you to start slinging cups. Okay. Um, <laughs> if you're a Patreon, I want to hear in the um, Discord what your favorite fandom coupling is. Mm-hmm. Who's your OTP? Mm-hmm. And um, follow us on Instagram at Explain Podcast. Personally, at Sean Delusk, at Brian Williamson. And until next time, we will see, see you around, around the, the gay neighborhood. Red. I'm going to bed.